it was a great week last week. I, I thought we, we, we took some strides in the right direction. Um, looking back at the film, uh, we played extremely well against Old Dominion in the first half. And um, Mike Green was at a, a very high level. Um, our, our bigs finished inside. You know, they, they, if, they, if they missed it, they got offensive rebounds. And I thought we guarded pretty well. And then uh, second half, you know, we weren't as sharp. I, I thought they did some things better and it made some things tough. But um, that's a tough place to play, and, that, and that's a good win. And, and, you know, just like a lot of times, you're kind of dealing with different things in college, and, and we're dealing with – um, exams right now and you know this is not really the kind of the break that you think you're going to get where you're playing Saturday to, to Saturday uh, our guys got many exams and, and their their brains are, are elsewhere as they should be so we're dealing with that and we're, we're trying to keep them going trying to get um, out of condition and everything else to get ready for Hampton on Saturday. As you look back at the film against ODU, what really stood out uh, in that first half especially? Uh, the, the passing of Mike Green and Terrence Edwards, um, that, that's what really stood out. I knew they passed the ball well, but they made the right reads. And, you know, I compare it sometimes. I tell the guys, it's, you know, it's like a quarterback. You know, the one reads taken could mean something else is open. And, and if, if they're guarding it a certain way, you know, go to the counter. And it's kind of processing the game. And I thought those two really processed the game very good in the first half. Is that something that you thought this team would be good at, just their ability to pass the ball? Because you're averaging over 17 assists per game, and that's a ton, especially playing the schedule that you've played with just one non-D1 so far. Did you expect your team to be this type of a passing team and, and share the basketball? Well, there was an effort for us in our recruiting. And I think everybody looks at points per game and when they're trying to bring in transfers. And... You know, of course, we need somebody to score, but but we, as a staff and everybody else, we talked about players that know how to play, and players that can make other guys better around them. And and the scoring's great too, but it was a conscious effort of us of not being so infatuated with just somebody's points per game and take them as a transfer, trying to find the highest points per game and bring them in. Uh, we want a stuff that translates. Um, we had some guys already here that could score. Um, but that was a major thing in our recruiting, and, and it's probably been even a little bit better than I thought. You know, I knew Mike Green was good, but, um, you know, like when TJ is able to pass the way he is, that's, that's special, um, and it makes our whole team a lot better. Can you talk about Mike a little bit and, and what you saw in the recruiting process to try and bring him in? Um, it seems like this system really fits him. Um, he's scoring a little bit more than he was maybe back kind of in his Bryant days. But what did you see in Mike that really stood out and you wanted to, to bring him in? Well, I thought he's my style of guard. First, very cerebral. And, and then I don't like the traditional guard who can only pass. I don't like the guy who can, who's, can only do one t certain things. I like guys who do multiple things and be able to, some games high scoring, some games high assist. And I think if you look at his career, he was high scoring at Bryant. You know, that, so that showed he could score. And, you know, he was able to do different things like Robert Morris where he was able to, uh, be a high assist guy and, and make make those plays. So I wanted to be a combination of what he's shown in the past, but at the same time, I never wanted to hold him back. I wanted him to just go ahead and just play, you know, make the right reads. I trust you, and and he's got such a good feel for the game. So we saw that, um, you know, in, in bits and pieces, and, you know, he was hampered by some injuries in preseason, and, and luckily he got back healthy in, in time for most of the games.
And then I know we've talked a little bit about TJ, and obviously he's he's been tremendous all year long. But you know, is he kind of the type of guy that you're talking about just a minute ago? You don't look at the points per game because again, he was about five and five at BC. But but it, it, did you kind of expect him to come in and do what he's done? We knew it'd be much higher, and but because we were going to lean on him more. Um, but I've known TJ since his probably his junior year in high school, and I watched him then. And if you watch TJ in high school, the ironic thing was he was a knockdown three-point shooter, and that was his main thing. Now, at the time, he had great hands and, um, you know, great feel for the game, good size, tough. You know, had the qualities you see now. Um, but I knew he had more scoring ability um, because, you know, he was asked to do what he was asked to do at those different places. But even at his second year at Drexel, he had some good scoring burst uh, during during that moment at Drexel. So the scoring we knew he could do, um, he rebounded at a high level his um, first year at BC. He was sick last year and missed some games, this and that. But if you look at what he did his first year in the ACC, he already rebounded that level too. They had a record crowd at ODU the other night. And obviously you guys have played in some tough environments, but – You've mentioned kind of being a marked team this year. Have you been doing anything to kind of get the guys ready for what they might face in conference play, just as far as, you know, those kinds of crowds and atmospheres? Um, we haven't talked about it in conference play because, you know, that's still far out. But going into a game like that, I always try to tell the guys what I believe the environment's going to be like. I don't want them to be surprised. And, you know, I want them to understand sometimes we go into places and there's 200 fans. And, and that's difficult, surprisingly or not, because there's no energy. And I, I want them to know, hey, you're going to go into a hostile environment, packed environment. And, and I just try to prepare them the best I can so they know what to get themselves into and so we can prepare as a staff. But I can tell you this, our guys, the bigger, more hostile crowd on the road, the better. They, they love it. They absolutely love it. Um, you know, sometimes too much. You know, they, they, they come in and, and, and they, they love that challenge. And, and that was a good atmosphere. Um, we, when we played there last year, it was a good atmosphere. So uh, our, our guys like it. And, and Old Dominion does a great job. I think they led the league in attendance last year, didn't they? Um, I, think, uh, I think we might have been third or fourth. I think they led the league. So they do a good job drawing for games, especially when we're there. You, know, you guys aren't on your stats. We're going to have trivia time. We'll start questioning people. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, they, they draw well. Um, you know, just kind of looking ahead at the schedule, have you had a chance to start evaluating Hampton? And if mm -hmm. so, what, what have you seen out of them? Yeah, I started working on them last night. Been working on them all morning. Um, here's the biggest thing with them. Uh, they got an all-conference player is getting eligible tonight. And so you, it's one team that played eight games. And, um, you know, Nesbitt's coming back tonight, um, you know, as what was in the paper. And he's very talented, extremely talented. But So I think what's going to happen with their team is I think they're going to start being different and win a bunch of games. So I'm watching them now. They play a non-one tonight. We'll evaluate that. But um, Hampton is um, – athletic transfers, um, have guys that have had, you know, good moments in their career. And I think they're putting it all together. So, you know, we kind of got to be ready for just them being at their best. And, and, and we're sure we're going to get their best shot. So uh, they shoot it well. Uh, I love the kid Kyrie Smolin. I think he's a really good player, tough player. Played at Massanutt Military right up the road. And um, 
you know, the transfers they brought in have really done well, especially the transfer from St. Francis. He's, he's really shooting the ball well, great size wing. You mentioned a couple weeks ago how you thought the team has been really locked in on game plans, especially at the start of games, and that seemed evident against ODU again in the first half. What do you think it is about this group that um, is that something you've kind of preached or is that something they've taken ownership of themselves or what's allowed you guys to get off to such fast starts in games, you think? Well, the basketball part of it, I think I have basketball guys who love that part of the game. And, you know, Noah, Noah Ferdell and Terrence Edwards and, and, and Mike Green and Julian Wooden, like these guys are talking basketball all the time. And they're talking game plans or, you know, talking adjustments. And then when we're saying something as a staff, they ask questions which I know they're active learners when they're doing that. So I think it's um, a part of that. I think they know how important it is. And my, my assistant coaches do a great job of prepping guys. We work hard on the game plan, and our guys do a great job of implementing it. Quincy Allen didn't get in the other night, and he, he's had some moments where he's kind of like, wow, he, he's made some plays where it's been pretty incredible. But is he still trying to kind of figure – things out what you're asking of him what it takes to play at this level yeah I think if you go back and look I when, when I, we signed him and when he got here I was like you know we, we got to work with him and, and, and build him um, he's not a finished product and you know he hasn't played a lot of basketball he's barely played college basketball before he got here and um, I could tell you this he's improved a lot um, and it wasn't a great situation for him the other night with some of the other guys and some matchups and all that, but he's had moments, and, and I can see his role expanding throughout the year. Um, I, I really can because he's worked hard. He's gotten better. He's, he's um, picking up a lot of things we're teaching, and he has um, you know talent and athletic ability. He's just got to understand the basketball, the coaching part of it, and, 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 and the schemes and, and the scouting reports and all that, and, and then you're going to kind of see that. So we've, we've been happy with him. And one thing that I tell guys like him is, is, you know, don't get caught up in somebody else's expectations. Don't get caught up in somebody else's plan for you. You know, you got to run your own race. And he's getting better and better and not focusing on the wrong things and getting better and better. And he's going to help us this year. He's going to help us in the future. Um, but I think sometimes when people see maybe a ranking or, they, hey, this guy's going to do something, He's got to play college. He's got to get used to practices. He's got to be used to getting coached, and, and he's doing all that. So it's bringing him along, and I think you're going to see somebody that could really help us maybe in February. You're giving up just 41% um, defensive field goal percentage. Evaluate your defense through, through nine games. Has it, has it progressed like you've wanted it to? I think we've, we've had moments where it's been very good. And, um, you, you know, one thing you can't get caught up in is a certain stat with us is points per game on defense because we play a lot of possessions. And, you know, we can slow it down and take their points per game down, you know, if we run a lot more clock and slow it down and, and, and that part of it. But, but our, our thing is, you know, are we forcing bad shots? Are we rebounding? Are, you know, are we doing certain things? We've mixed some things up. Um, kind of tinkering with some things, you know, so we can adjust during the game. I like that part of it. But if I said one area that I want to make sure that we're progressing and take more steps and really have we need more improvement on is our defense. Um, but it hasn't been bad. 
But I just think, you know, where we got to do and where we got to go, that's got to be the thing that's got to really come up. Is this a challenging stretch as a, as a head coach as far as, again, finals this week, lots of other things going on. The guys will be going home for Christmas for a little while. That's always a challenge mm -hmm. to keep their minds right. Is this a challenge to keep your guys kind of locked in these, these last two weeks? Yeah, but it has been a challenge. Yeah, th this week is every year. And, and kind of like going in, like you're talking about the holiday season, it's, it's, it is every year is a challenge. Um, but we've had to deal with a lot of stuff here and whatever we are now, five or six, seven weeks into the season, we've had a lot of things to deal with, you know, and, and good things. Um, but those good things can be challenging too and, 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 and kind of the JMU campus being on fire with um, game day and momentum and excitement and all that. Like all that's, you know, could be distracting and challenges and everything else too. So we've been dealing with them. I hope we're learning along the way that we're – able to stay focused and, and, you know, things we might not have done great in the past, we're fixing. But these are different types of ones. Um, the, the mental drain from academics, um, you know, the, the we got two of the next three on the road, um, you know, that challenge. Um, then going home and then the families and everything else, and then you're, you're getting pulled that direction. Then coming back, getting ready for conference play. It's a lot. Um, but I, I like having an older team. I wouldn't want to do all that with a younger team because then I think you might be really inconsistent. Older guys, they know what to do. They might not do it perfect. They know what to do, and they kind of know how to reset themselves. With conference play on the horizon, um, have you dove into a lot of the conference and what they've done here in the non-conference so far? Um, watched it, you know, kind of as a bystander, a lot of those, a lot of those games. Um, really haven't had too many common opponents. Um, we had uh, Louisiana. They played Buffalo. Um, we've had a couple of them. I've kind of like seen some teams in the league. And, and the only thing we've really done as a staff is we kind of prep for some of those Saturday games um, early on and just made sure that we thought, you know, we were about 25 or 30% prepared for them already because you get in that league play and that Thursday, Saturday happens quick. Um, but besides that, we've kind of just stayed where our feet are and focused on these non-conference games um, with the exception of maybe a couple of them.